Hello, and you're very welcome to episode 33 of Higher Fidelity. The fear on your face, we'll get to that in a second. Uh, I have a special guest with me today who's already bricking it <laughs> six seconds into the intro. Before we get to them, let's listen to the special guest I had this morning. I woke up to this fucking noise. That's dated 0737. 37 minutes to 8 in the morning, I heard a, a, some sort of bird absolutely mewling its bollocks off. And I think if we look outside, it might still be there, because it's been there the whole day. He's finally gone. Okay. Uh, well, he was there. I saw him taking a bath earlier on. Anyone who's seen my stories for today will have noticed him. Literally a gull, just absolutely losing its mind outside and up on top of my roof as well. And I was in a horrible position where I couldn't close the window because it was too hot, but couldn't leave it open because he was screaming. He was absolutely roaring, uh, which is unfortunate. Uh, but anyway, eagle-eyed listeners will notice that there wasn't an episode last month. Uh, I was meant to do it while I was on holiday in Berlin with Sam. We didn't because I was on holiday in Berlin with Sam. You okay? Yeah. Oh, sorry. You're, you're like... You <laughs> thought you were like... That's what I thought. I could just see you like put your no, hands I'm, to your face. I'm mentally preparing myself. Okay, brilliant. Well, so are you mentally prepared? Because uh, you're about to get introed. Take one more gulp of monster there. Prep juice. Does that fall over? Oh, I just. <laughs> yes, heard... And I just left it. Like... The clink of it sounded like it was going to fall. No, okay. It's just the noise it makes. Fair. Okay. <clears throat> right. So, here with me is the one and only Lucy Rice of Last Apollo. Woo! There Can you I are. For myself. Your first time ever on a podcast. Yes. Ever. Ever. Exactly what you thought it would be. Absolutely. Foam tipped mics. And in a horrible grotty room. In a grotty, exactly. That's yeah. what I pictured, and it's it's comforting that Do I was able to. Do you want to see the latest addition to this room? And I feel like it says a lot about the last weekend that I've had. Yeah. Okay. A bottle of harp stolen from a bar on O'Connell Street, and then a fresh bottle of Dettol surface cleanser that I coated <laughs> myself and the room in after I got up this morning. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Horrible Dettol. It needed to be Dettol. That was just it. Um, but. So you're obviously from the band Last Apollo. You are Last Apollo. Oh, I keep I, you pull me up on this an awful lot. Where you're I like, don't I I, I say, oh yeah, you're you're in Last Apollo, and you go, no no no, I am Last Apollo, and I have a band who play in Last Apollo with me. Well, yeah, well, like it's I just guess like an a important live, distinction. Like if you were talking to Kevin Parker, he'd correct you if you kept saying he's in Tame Impala. Like. Oh, is that Tame Impala guy? Is it? Yeah, no, but are they not a band of four people? I haven't heard every single musician <laughs> ever tell me Tame Impala is actually one guy. No, I was doing. I, I was just you're doing a bit. I, for I, you. Was, no, I wasn't doing a bit. I was just putting it into perspective for you. I just no, it's because Nisha and all give out to me because and when I'm. So Nisha is also the main guy of Last Apollo. The main guy. Yeah. When I'm on stage, I'll say like we're Last Apollo, and then afterwards, Nisha and Sam are like, "You can't keep saying that; it's confusing the brand." So confusing the brand. <laughs> now again, I love how the lads are already such pros. Like, you're, so you're mixing <laughs> up the message of the brand there, Lucy. Come on. I want to quickly before we get into what Last Apollo are doing now, quickly go through our history together so far, whereby people remember that I mentioned Gemma Cox, the head of the. Oh, Foxy, he's <gasps> no back. Way. He's back. I told you. Okay, have a look. See if he's there. That is an outrageous noise. It's still here. He's been at that. That is very nice. He's been on that all fucking day, like, just giving it all that. You posted a video of it this morning, I was like, that's really, that's really soft of Pete. It's just a bird, like, that's That's fairly loud. loud, Especially at 20 to 8 this morning when I woke up and didn't know what, actually, I have to close the window because that's bleeding so much. Now that we've shut that boy up. Fuck your monster. It's now a beery podcast. It's now beery. It's boozy. All right. So, we all, sorry, this does work as a very handy... That looks... No. Hardly. Hard pass on using the bed frame as, <laughs> yeah. a, as, a, as a drinks coaster. So, Gemma Cox, head of the Trinity Music Society that I met at the merch market, and everyone remembers her appearance on that. 
And I've mentioned it before, it got me to do the Trinity songwriting workshop, mm. which Lucy was the MC for that day. I Can I interrupt? Already. <laughs> it's, you know, because I heard, I was listening, last night I was studying, I was listening to the one that Jack was on that you did, like, right after you did that. And you stretched the, thru- the truth thinly. You were describing it as you lecturing Trinity. No, I'm only asking. Yeah, I, I, I like to be able to use the word that to technically, were we to look at the boxes of ticking, what does lecturing mean? I technically did. We, it was a, it was a wor- songwriting workshop in the Trinity Music Hall. I will say there was tiered seating and people sat there who listened as I spoke. That's enough to quantify I feel a lecture. Can we count both of us as lectures then? Yes. I was listening to it and I was like, maybe I could just count myself. No, you didn't know. We all, we all lectured, but it just, it was, it was, I was asked to be a guest speaker at a songwriting workshop now that we've got that cleared up from three episodes I would just ago. like to clarify. Yeah. So Lucy was emceeing that and uh, prior to it, I was asked to submit a bio. Okay. Now, I, they said a personal bio, like a bio just for yourself. And I was like, right, well, the strongest bio that I had before was obviously massively out of date and also didn't really apply to me. There's an arcade bio much the same as well because Roisin, who's in Banry and who's also doing the talk, her band is kind of like, oh, that's Roisin's thing and the band are around that. The Zen Arcade isn't the case for me at all. So the bio, the Zen Arcade bio doesn't actually really mention anyone by name. It's more sort of just like Garage Rock Band featuring members of the Strides did this more sort of thing. There's nothing to do with me in it at all. So I was like, well, I can't really submit that because there's nothing to do with me either, really. I know I'm in that band, but it wasn't really going to work. So I just did up a little small personal bio of what I've done in my life so far. And... We get to the thing. Now, first of all, I was told when we arrived, it'd be like, we put out like five or six chairs at the front. We're not expecting a huge amount of people. Oh, I was then so surprised. It's the biggest people, turnout all year. <laughs> 30 people came and they're like, right, okay, we're actually going to open up the floor a bit to yeah. use the tiered seating. And um, so we sit down anyway, and we're, obviously you get up and you're like, okay, delighted to have our, our esteemed guest here with us today. And I'm just going to introduce you to two of them now, actually. And you start with Roshan's bio, which is all about Bannerin is an outfit focusing on me, whatever the, whatever the ins and outs of it all is. And you give them all the respect and the due deference that they deserve to get. And then you start as you mean to go on. This was the first day I'd met you. And you start as you mean to go on in that you made an absolute show of me as quick as you could. <laughs> whereby you said, I'm going to let Pete read out his bio. And then handed it to me. And I was like, okay. And to be fair, it was my fault. I did start it with, hi, I'm Pete. Which like, I don't think any bio has ever started it with was, that. It was started like a dating profile or something. <laughs> that continued on. Again, we've had, I've spoken before on the podcast. Had the whole debacle of your intro being very like, when we write songs, we're like pushing the art forward and blue. And I was like, cool. Everyone nick everything all the time and I could see the face of regret on you on Roisin on like Nisha on Sam being like do we who do we ask to do this and I will never forget the thieve to achieve moment it was fantastic you were there you saw it actually occur to me and I did like when I said the word thieve had no idea to achieve was going to follow I was just it just came out. Following me nose, um, and it was horrendous. But but yes, but again, at the same time, it went well in the end. I really enjoyed it. It was great crack. The yeah, Q&A went bit was lovely. Really well. And at the end, I was given a bottle of champagne that I still have right here. Oh, yeah. That I've, that I've failed to open correctly and is now absolutely fucked and beyond openable. Surely you could open it if you I could. Is it drinkable if you did open it? Well, I mean, it's, it's just aging nicely, isn't it? This would be like Fibsborough aged Prosecco. It's true. Vino Frizzante a la 91. I just doxed myself on the podcast but okay, yeah, okay. Uh, but yeah it'll be fine I, just, I like keeping it as like it just it's just a testament to my inexperience with corked beverages yeah uh, anything the, screw cap or yeah, and anything you can't open with a wallet, wallet. <laughs> exactly. but that then since then I remember literally having said hello you were like are you coming to the gig that's not you, what happened you, you were on the hard you were handing me posters <laughs> you were on the hard sell of the gigs that were coming up and then I ended up going to quite a lot yeah to be fucking, fair to the point where your band would ask it's been coming tonight. It's been coming to the gig. First one I remember going to was the upstairs. No, it was the Bellow Bar one. Yeah. That was that was Valentine's You weren't Day. even asked to come to that. That was all I, you. Just, I just came along. No, because yeah, Sarah asked me to go, so I yeah. went along. Um, and the Trinidad Festival was on, and that was grand. And then to do that, and went to see it in Whelan's, where I just wore 
a jumper. Okay, I wore a jumper, folks. I literally wore a gold and black jumper. Very nondescript. Went to the gig, held it up with the gear afterwards, as is my want. Then about three months later, when I'm at Lucy's house, happened to find that everyone since then had called me Sparkles. Your whole family thought I was called, didn't think I was called, had nicknamed me Sparkles. And were surprised to learn that my name was actually Pete. Yeah, today when they're like, where are you going for this podcast? I went to Pete's house and they're like, who's Pete? And I was like, Sparkles. They're like, oh. Fucking <laughs> sparkles, yeah. That's yeah, nice to know. Um, but yeah, since then as well, we've ended up doing quite a few different weird performances together. In terms of like, we did the. Well, I saw you playing Wheeling so in Bellow Bar. Uh, the we'll still be here players yeah. thing. I mentioned on the podcast before. You were only only you were there at it. You played it as well. You didn't play every single slot like I did. Unfortunately, you I missed twenty minutes. I think I went and got a coffee. Oh, you dipped out. You were like, I'm going for a few. You missed the middle two three sessions. Oh my god, that is such a lie. I missed like at most one. And really no, sorry, it was, Nisha, it. it was Nisha who left. It was Nisha yeah, who left. Sorry, we should, should we, case, we say a quick hello as well to all the astronauts as well uh, that are in situ abroad doing other things. They're going to come back later. They're going back later. Well, I've got prepared things. I've got my own segments. Oh, shit. Okay, right. Okay, well, we'll say a quick hello to Nisha, Sam, Shifra, uh, Peter. Uh, Jack Joyce as well on top of that. You could say Jack. Like. And say me as well. Happy, happy, birthday, to, happy birthday to me. Um <laughs> But yes, we did the seven hours straight thing, the 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 wheels will be here thing run expertly by Sam. Then we've also started playing Tig, our friend Tig's jam sandwich session at the Mother Riley's a few times, which has been great fun. Uh, all culminating in me actually playing a show with Last Apollo. Yeah, he got auditioned. In Bellabar. I didn't get auditioned. I didn't get auditioned. I got begged. I was begged. Also, sorry, I played Dizzy Brain, but Is This It? One of, I think one of your best songs. Uh, I got to play that with them at, at Is This It? The Night Run by Scott Bellew. And uh, I played with Leah Carey beforehand. And then forgot, to, to be honest, I'll tell you now, slightly forgot that I was doing a song with you guys. Uh, that happens and then, when you're only doing one. Happens to me as well. Yeah, but I got, I had a little rake drink. Are you serious? <laughs> I went on. You did come on. You were a demon when I, you came on. I came on <laughs> buzzed. Like, I, I was, you took the mic immediately. I was like, I was in bits. I was like, stand aside. This is your set, but it's my fucking song. Like, I was fucking in bits. <laughs> oh my God, Played well, though. So- but I wasn't the one who missed the stop. It was Peter who missed the stop. He did. No, that was yeah. Did we miss it at that as well? We missed it at that. We missed the second, the second, the, the stop in the second chorus first thing, whatever the right. the two and three stops. But anyway, oh, those, yeah, yeah. we got fine. But anyway, so we said we played. You drafted me and Jack Joyce, who's a, who's of the famous Jack and the Beanstalks, now of Bin Men with uh, our mate Ryan. Um, he and I were drafted in to pick up guitar duties for that. And uh, walking on stage at the Bellow Bar, supporting Lifts at their first headline show. Uh, me and Jack nearly couldn't carry our guitars on because our hands were full with the wings and prayers that we needed to get <laughs> to get through the set. Oh, you I guys remember did really well. the look. I, I'll quote your words back to you. Best gig ever. As soon as we come on stage, as I'm going to say. But that was more referring to the energy. But okay. No, okay. But the, uh, energy is the gig. But um, myself and Jack genuinely shared a look as like <laughs> Sam was counting in of like, oh, oh, oh. and then a half an hour later it was done and it was grand. Oh, it went well. Uh, no, it was. It was great in the end. Uh, but so now that we are. All up to date on that. Yeah, that actually took a while. You have just, in the last 10 days, I think, or two weeks or so, released your first proper EP mini album. Yeah. And the response has been... I read the Hot Press review. Did you? I'll read it out here. Oh, God. Uh, How will I find that? Uh, Hot Press one-star reviews. (laughs) How do you feel about it? How's how's it feel being having it out? Weird. Ordinary matter. I remember seeing the draft of the artwork as well. Jack McGee said to say... Sorry, that's... Yeah. (laughs) I will say I found the front of a di- of like a washing machine uh, a few weeks ago and just thought I'd bring it home with me and it's just and what the- slept with it it's just been in the corner of my bed the whole it's like yeah it's my teddy bear it's been there the whole time it's literally folks it's literally the front of a washing machine 
really weird. Yeah, I know. I don't know why. But again, I kind of like sometimes like if I'm sleeping or in the morning, I'll just like, because the plastic like kind of cold, I'll put my foot in it to like cool my foot. Oh back. my God. Yeah. This is so weird. I kind of want to stop looking around your room because I keep seeing these things. Pockets just... of shit. Yeah, yeah like it, it gets weirder and weirder the longer you look around. Like, well, like there's an etch sketch that my friend did a cubist penis in. That's okay. That's f- oh, that's grand. It's no random fucking washing machine at washing the end of your bed. I've had this since I was two. No, when did Phantom Menace come out? 2001. I've had this since I was five. Oh. How does that work? Yeah, okay, I like that. It's like it good, that's isn't fine, it? Pete. Like, if that was like the only thing in your room, I'd be like, yeah, cool. But because you have this here, everything, the tone of everything in your room is just lowered immediately. But oh, the, the washing machine thing? It's really, do, when you make your bed, have, is that a part of it? No, because like? it's kind of like wedged in between, so it's fine. Uh, also, sorry, I fucking dropped this book fell down in the night and hit me, which is very terrifying. It was a problem of like putting stuff along a picture rail up there, plus uh, Rihanna McGavin's great list of poems. Oh, cool. Yeah, she's very cool. <laughs> no, that's mine. That's the copy well, she yeah, I know, for but me. can I have a wee read of it at some we point? We should go through, absolutely. Is she in Dublin at the moment? I thought I might have walked past her today. But no, no, she's moving back ginger. in September. Right, she's coming okay. back soon, actually. But anyway, so your EP is out. How does it feel? Because the process was long. I know it was like a it year. Was a, it was a long process. Oh, no, it's amazing. People actually seem to really like it. To be honest, the night it came out, I was with Ryan and Jack, and um, I, I was bricking it because we watched it for the first time on a TV. I watched it, listened to it on a TV, and so the sound was really TV's bad really really bad every time the bass came in the whole thing got like compressed it was like the bass was like fuck it everything was side chained to the bass or something and it, I nearly I, I was freaking out I was a bit too high and I was <laughs> like this is trash I was like I have actually released trash into the atmosphere I was like this is horrendous polluted yeah exactly Um, so I freaked out I, I Jack and I were like how do you feel and I was like no, and any text I got like from the people who stayed up being like, this is really good. I was like, liars. I was like, everyone <laughs> is just, lying to me. I have the immediate day leave the whole, like, the whole day. Like, oh, class, release tonight. Everyone be listening. And then as soon as someone's on text, being like, man, I heard the track sounds great. And you go, fucking, <laughs> why are you listening to it? Don't be doing that. <laughs> you bollocks. Anyway, so here's the here's the EP. Here's the review from uh, Molly Cantwell. Uh, Dublin-based pop rock musician. Also, I hate, you, you hate being called a pop band. Uh, it's okay when it's hot press. I'll let hot press call me anything. <laughs> <laughs> it has dropped her debut EP titled Ordinary Matter which I think is a great title I do love the artwork Jack McGee said you thought the artwork was great I thought I sent it to him being like this is very up your alley is that Jack? Jack yeah. oh my god okay small That's world yeah. okay. so Irish artist Lucy Rice began last Apollo in the depths of lockdown and just over a year she's built up from an aspiring artist to an emerging one yeah that's what I'm going to say what does it feel like because you've got the EP out now you've got the headline show when Workman's in like a week you are defining the, t- the word burgeoning at the moment how does that feel you're a burgeoning artist it's very uncomfortable to be um, burgeoning but it's yeah. very stressful you've seen me every You're time bur- you see me I'm like I fucking hate this yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the EP it's a self reclamation of a- sorry okay right the quotes here mean that this is what you wrote for it is it I no I wrote according to a press release which is that's you- the, yeah that was the bar- I wrote something according like to a press release the EP is and these are Lucy's words the self reclamation <laughs> of an artist who in previous years felt like she was losing touch with herself and with her sense of self worth both within the world of music and in the more general sense my dad read if that, that isn't the most like pick me shit i've heard my entire no, no, life it's not pick me it's what the album is about okay well the 26 26 minute ep contains raw unapologetic and energetic tracks evidential of the artist's youthful drive and determination uh, there's another quote that i liked uh, uh no said. skip masterpiece there you go Jesus Christ. Um, I was actually purposely trying not to bear. Oh, dude, it's fine. I don't give a f- It's like I farted on this podcast. It's <laughs> fine. Uh, opening track Apologies immediately demonstrates to the listener that this is an artist not to be overlooked. The theme of merciless self restoration. The theme of merciless. That was out. Isn't get, that outrageous? Getting that on your first EP. We got. Little boys play blues. Chaff. Uh, you get the theme of merciless self restoration. Hits a peak with explosive. Well done. Oh, brilliant. You're such a great podcast guest. Ha, ha, ha.
Thank you, Lizzie. There's, there's t-shirts in the toilet. Uh, no, j actually, do you know what? Uh, just a little hand towel. I'll just use that. We're such fucking rock stars spilling beer all over the gaff. Uh, but anyway, I don't even know what I was saying that inspired you to pull one out for my fucking my career. Is that who you were making fun of the stripes? The theme, again, like I said, the theme of merciless self-restoration hits a peak with explosive riffs on electric guitar screaming of young adult angst. That's very frustrating to hear. I don't, fuck me, that's just a, it's actually a really long view. It is a bit long, isn't it? Fair play. Like, calm the hand, Molly. Yeah, it's a no. fuck, it's fucking EP, like <laughs> chill the fucking beans for a second, like right. But um but you know, how are you feeling about the headliner? How are you feeling about all that? You looking forward uh, to I was in town today, sticking So quickly posters. on the, on that groan, can I just say I've never heard Lucy actually be excited about the <laughs> prospects of music. I've heard you just always go, Oh Jesus fuck, it's gonna be such a mess or fuck this and or I'm no. so and I'm, I'm so this, I'm so that she'd be like, Oh cool, I can't wait, can we go for Yeah, yeah, well I could say that and you'd know I was lying, but yeah, I, yeah, I can't wait, Pete. It's gonna be great. Um no I am, I am really excited, but I just I like everything to go really, really well and I like everything to be perfect. So I just it's just the level of pressure I'm putting on myself is what makes me stressed, not the pressure of music. Um but no, I'm really excited. It's Gonna be a good night, I hope. It's gonna be great. Banner's playing and Harry. F Harry Fennel. But no, that's gonna be great. Looking forward to that. Um, I'm playing one of the songs as well. I'm doing Dizzy Brain at the moment. You are, you are, yeah. Can't wait. You can get fucking pissed again. I am gonna be in fucking <laughs> outrageous behaviour. Yeah, yeah. I can't play Dizzy Brain unless my brain is dizzy. <laughs> but right, okay. So I haven't done as much as that in a long time. I just went to see. Uh, I was asked. I was invited to. This was a really fucking cool thing. So I happened to bump into a friend of mine called Lee. As I was just going for a wander one of the days, and she said, uh, "Oh, I'm playing a show on Friday. Do you want to come?" And I was like, "Yeah, sure. Send me the ticket link." And she was like, no, "I can't send you a ticket link." And I was like, "I was like paying the door." And she goes, "I have to send you coordinates." under a bridge on the M50 and I was like okay so I got the coordinates and I got a taxi man to drop me there and again the phone beeped when we got when we got to that location he was like I, I don't think I can let you out here and I was like this is what it is like, you can't drive me on to fucking wherever like uh, and he's like okay well out you get I suppose and I got out and just wandered along the motorway for a bit Alan Partridge style till I found a break in the fence and could see like hear like noises downstairs and it was like a, it, was a, it was in a band called Extravision that were literally playing under a bridge on the M50 in order to get to us I had like I walk again. I didn't really just like just walk around. I just went raw down through the bush, got brambly straight knees, in, no straight in, no fucking kissing. <laughs> I was standing there at this punk gig with like bleedy brambly knees. Oh, that's suitable. That was pretty fucking yeah. to be fair to me. But uh, yeah, other than that, I <laughs> I think you'll enjoy this. Um, I had this stupid conversation with Becky. Becky sent me a picture. Obviously, you're a fan of. I love Becky. I, Becky. Becky's the best. Becky's hugely approved. I love her. Glad Becky loves listens to this. She'd be delighted to hear that. Um, <laughs> but we were having a chat with Becky. Becky sent me a picture of her watching an episode of Malcolm in the Middle, and there was like a can of drink, or if it was a can of like spray or oil or something, and it was called Wished. No. In the show, and Becky was like, "It's in fucking Malcolm in the Middle." Because I've also like polluted you, your your lot yeah, with Wished yeah. as well. Yeah. So I sent Becky Becky back a voice message. Saying this. I fucking hardly not wished in fucking my <laughs> That's fucking. Right, did you hear that whistle? Hear that like squeal of my yeah, laugh? Yeah, yeah. That, that reminds you of anything, no? No. Okay, you're not ready for this. <laughs> I did a little remix on that. You ready to spill your beer? Yeah, I'm ready. <laughs> <laughs> Why is that class? That was so stupid. That, that was fantastic. It took me like five minutes. It's so good. <laughs> How dopey is that? That's why I said, can we push back to half five? I need to make this. 
while I was on my hands and knees in Temple Bar, you were doing that. Yeah, I was on my hands and knees in front of the laptop making art, mate. But uh, see, you're putting a poster today for the gig then. Yeah, sorry, I wasn't like being a prostitute. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, I was, I was, I was doing, I was, I was, I was doing some fucking manual labor. How many so posters I was, did you put up? Not as many as I should have. I put up. I'd say I put are up. Are posters that effective? I've never no, seen. No, that's the posters thing. Posters are so I everywhere, and I'm like, I've never gone. Oh, but I could see that. It'd be like if I see if I see if I see a friend's poster, I'd be like, oh, class. What I think it is is you need people to see you putting it up. Fair. And then they're like, oh, what the fuck is she doing putting that up? And then they look it up because I I kept I I'd, I'd leave a poster and then watch it for a bit. Oh, okay. And I it's see. the people who see you putting it up. They're like, what the fuck is she doing? Well, I remember. Um, so I remember I passed um, Sam and Clara from Lifts. Yes. Uh, they were putting up a poster. They're who I asked how to make this mixture. Oh, I see. Well, I, they were putting up a poster. And I was like, oh, there you go. And they're putting it up for the, the, the Battle Bar gig. Yeah. And then that was about, uh, I was, I don't know, I was going to be somewhere for lunch and I was walking by the same spot less than an hour later and it had already been ripped down, uh, which is unfortunate. I don't know if like a council member took umbrage with them. Was it, was, was every poster ripped down or just theirs? They put like six along the blue bit outside Gay Bar. They're like the blue construction oh, yeah. stuff. Maybe because it was construction wear. I don't know. Fucking sucks to be them. But anyway. So, well, I, I went on holiday with Sam to Berlin, which was great. Crack that well. is lovely. Sam sent us a little message to apologise for the lack of episode last month as right. well. Right, okay. Hi there, folks. You're listening to Sam speaking from Mauer Park, right here in sunny Berlin. The sun is shining, people everywhere. It's a beautiful day to be alive. And, yeah, you heard the man. We were too busy having a great time. Pete and I just packed about three months worth of activities into three days. We swam in a lake, we clubbed until six in the morning, we ate chips, for example, and it was a, a wonderful time. So, sorry sorry to deprive you of podcasts, of podcast fun, uh, while we were out here having fun in the sun. Ciao, everybody. Fantastic. Oh, we've got a lot of voice messages. I up. know. So... <laughs> Let's get into some segments then. Yeah, do it. Okay. Do you want you can introduce for segments? It's Sonic Seconds. Do I do the? Do I do? Do I? Do you, you do the do, quote you or do you do just? It, you can do a little quote. I'm trying to not let on that I know. I realised that you actually you properly <laughs> listened to the podcast. Like I didn't. It's so embarrassing. It's the first thing I said to Becky. I saw Becky in a ba- or in the bathroom in Wheelands. I went, you know, I actually listened to the podcast, and I was like, I was like, wait, no, don't tell anyone. <laughs> <laughs> I felt so embarrassed. Um, it's, it's designed to be listened no, to. No, I know, but I just felt embarrassed saying it to Becky. It's like <clears throat> seeing someone famous and like being like it. Just like I like I felt like I was talking to a celebrity in like an inappropriate. Becky session. loved to hear that. <laughs> Becky loved. Becky loved it to make people uncomfortable. Uh, Anna, go on. Sonic seconds. Give us a quote. Anything you want. Uh, fuck. I should have thought of one. I didn't have to be an impression. I can just say the quote. You just say the quote. That's all. That's mostly what I do. All right. Okay. <clears throat> uh, uh, get with the beat, Baggy. No. <laughs> This is... So, fuck. This is Sonic Sex... I nearly... Sonic Seconds. I fucked it. <laughs> this, what is it? Sonic, Sonic Seconds. Sonic Seconds. I kept saying Sessions. Okay. Yeah. This is Sonic Sessions. Sessions. Sex seconds. <laughs> Let, me this... Let me do it again. Let me do it again. This is Sonic Seconds. Brilliant. Thank okay, you. very good. Get with the beat baggy. Very good. Always love a Jungle Book reference. Uh, mad into that. When we used to, in the latter touring uh, years of the Stripes, uh, whenever we used to sing 
you can't read your book, which was one of the big sort of covers we had. We'd sing You Can't Jungle Book instead. Very uh, good. Which we always had a giggle at. That's good. Um, no one in, like, people anywhere outside of the English-speaking world would not have noticed nor cared. No. It's also one of the shortest feature films of all time. Really? Jungle Book's only about a minute and an hour and a minute, 11 minutes or something. It's incredibly short. That is quite short. Yeah. It's basically 11 songs stitched together yeah. with like vague plot and routine. Oh, it was my favourite movie growing up. It was I was between that and Emperor's New Groove for my quote. Oh, what was Emperor's New Groove? We're going over a waterfall army or one of those bits. Or no. pull the lever cronk. No, I don't like when people say that. That's like the most it's basic shit you could say it, yeah. from Yeah, sorry, Emperor's Jungle Book's only 78 minutes long. That is short. An hour and 18 yeah. What was what was the other? I don't know. I was I was thinking, I was going to say it wasn't, oh. really, it wasn't really poison for Cusco. No, no, no. I was going to be like, oh my spinach puffs, and then we just mm. move on. <laughs> nice. Emperor, I would say Emperor's New School. That the TV oh, show. No, I liked it. I liked it. Anyway, this is Sonic Seconds. We played two or three seconds from a song that we think just makes the track for us. What have you got? You go first. I was between so many and I never decided. How many can I do? One, just one. Well, max two. I have to max two. Max two. Okay. No, you can do as many as you want. No, no, no. It's okay. It's okay. Fine. I actually, I made a playlist of my Sonic Seconds. I think my Sonic Second, I could say it right there. Well, yeah, I'll do this one because it's very on theme with Last Apollo. We're trying to keep this branding consistent. Consistent, of course. God, I'm so sweaty that my phone and the microphone are both so wet right now. Oh, dude, don't be saying that. <laughs> don't, don't out yourself as a sweaty bollocks on the fucking <laughs> podcast. Never, it's just my palms. Eminem can write a song about me. Um, <laughs> so, it's Space... Okay, it's Beach House. Space song, okay? Okay, two things I didn't know existed. Right, okay. Well, Beach House is the band and Space Song is the song. Brilliant. Um, That's one of the things where like either either or could have been the yeah, title yeah, yeah. or anything. I had a weird one, so in work, we found like we had a compilation CD because the fucking speaker died, we had to buy some CDs and we had a compilation CD of all the best songs from 1999 uh, closed out with That's Amora by Dean Martin, which is weird. But on the listing, it was the artist's name first in big and then the song's name in small underneath, which I thought was really weird. Most compilations would have the song first yeah. and then the art. I thought that was a bit odd. Odd choice for 1999. But anyway, continue. It was a weird year. But odd time. I remember <laughs> I was three. They didn't know if their computers were going to work in a few yeah. months. <laughs> so basically, I don't want to be sound too music student about it. Or st- music student e about it. And um, the whole song is based the on... The merciless themes of self-reclamation. <laughs> The, the song is really do I just play this into the microphone the that's yeah. horrific really that's bad, actually my biggest gripe with this podcast is that you clearly know how to cut songs in because you do it for the intros like for each segment you cut a song well, in well that's good but because I've got the fucking I've got the jingles like I've got them saved I have to go and rip them online I'm, still, yeah. I'm pirating music regardless yeah but you might as well pirate it properly you wouldn't steal a car <sighs> But it's a, but like okay, I'll just I will cut it in for this one then. It just it, was, it took up so much. I had to go onto YouTube, convert MP3, yeah. put the URL in there, download it. Occasionally get a fucking ropey fucking pop up, and then delight, download the song. I don't pop up's the best bit, man. I know, but it also like it's just so risky. I, I can't roll the dice eight times every single episode whether my laptop's going to work tomorrow. You know what I mean? I think if you want to take this podcast seriously, <clears throat> I'm be only thirty three episodes advice. in. It's only listening to eleven <laughs> countries globally, but okay. So, <clears throat> so you're annoyed at the fidelity of the fucking is very extremely low it's fucking ironic okay so the whole song is based off this this theme or this riff people at home probably know this song because they're more cultured than you this this is the riff okay i do know this okay okay it's a really good song so this is the riff right and then so that that's at the beginning and it's really smooth and groovy and it's fantastic and then like like about a minute into the song it just disappears and like all the bass disappears from it and like it's like mainly high end really like it's completely like just not a full like EQ or whatever okay. and it's it's really like stripped back and then okay about about two minutes in okay 
this is honestly it is like the equivalent of like an audible orgasm everything comes back in and this comes back in with it and you haven't heard it since the beginning of the song let me just try and find it so there's like nothing happening there's just synths oh nice very good it's so good man it is, it is, because it, it just it just brings everything right back in and it is so lush to listen to. <laughs> lush. It's fantastic. Nice. I think that's my first time saying that word. Out I was going to say, it's the first time lush has ever been said on the podcast <laughs> as well. So, uh, right, well, my Sonny Seconds comes from a band called, I don't know if to pronounce Always or Always, mm. but they're one of these, it was that horrible phase in music for a while where every band decided to put two Vs, Vs. instead of like all twins and churches and I'm like, just fucking yeah. put the right letter. It says me in the strikes, put the right fucking letters in your name. But, uh, they have an album called it's called Anti-Socialites I think it went like 2017 or something but um, I love a good descending melody backing vocal oh shit oh fuck always have just released a new single that's fun what? that's no fun way. that's fun Are you serious? yeah but anyway so there's a song called Your Type okay. and they just seem like a really kind of fun uh, fun upbeat indie but like not in a horrible not in a pretentious vampire weekend kind of way just in like a generally kind of good I think the female vocal is really nice and the production is kind of good and it's kind of scrappy and fun so lo-fi is bald as well, which I really enjoy. So it's coming up here now. There's a line about the Louvre, right? Yeah, that's good. Oh, fuck, I just thought of a better song in a second. Okay, but no, that's good. You know, good. for another episode. Yeah. Oh, I really like that. I think that's thrown out of the Louvre. As yeah. the next thing. It's very, like, it also reminds me a lot of Crash by the Primitives. Okay. Uh, which I think is a really good song as well. Go on, give us another song in a second. So. Yes. No, actually, I'm not arsed. No, I will. I'm not arsed. <laughs> I love you. Going from yes to actually, I'm, I do not give a fucking fuck. No, because it's just it just that reminded me of, and I was like, yeah, okay. I this is actually good. Like, it's similar. I think you'll like it because you like that. Okay, it's same thing. It's just a really nice backing vocal comes in, and it just it this again it, again the track is so starved of anything, and then they love bring, you putting the mic in front of your face. There, they loads bring of everything back in. And it, they just bring it in in such a tasteful way. Like so, it's uh, Dusted Off by The Doe. Oh, I remember why I didn't want to do this as my Sonic Seconds, because I wanted to talk about it later on. But anyways. Uh, we'll later on again, it's fine. Yeah, okay. Uh, the Doe is a very cool band. I, I thought they were English, but they're not. They're actually not. They're from some other country. Okay. Uh, anyways, it's just another backing vocal just coming in and making the song so much better. Hold your memory for a moment. Isn't that, doesn't that just tickle your so brain? Exactly. like Exactly. Bang of Last Apollo off that as well. Really? To stop the... <laughs> I'm so sorry. Oh, uh, they're a class band. Right. That's a huge compliment. Like that. Okay, right. So you need a music student as well. I think you'll enjoy this. Uh, band called The Toms. Another song second. If you've done two, I'll do another one as well. Band called The Toms. Late 70s power pop band. Guy recorded this all on his own. For the time he was in it as well, it's mad that he did this album all by himself. But he has a song called Let's Be Friends Again, right? And he does something that I don't think he would ever do going into a chorus. Halftime for a chorus. I love a halftime. I, I like that. I think it's oh, it's great. I love it, but it's mad. <laughs> it's, it's, you wouldn't. It's nineteen seventy eight. You're releasing your first single. You're not going to be like, cool. We'll do the chorus that is halftime. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? It's brave. That's good. It obviously went nowhere. Um, <laughs> but delighted for him, not all the same. Brilliant. 
That quick, lead us out of Sonic Seconds. Fuck. Uh, can I? Does it, does it have to be from the same movie? Doesn't have to be. You can do it from quote if you want. The quote. The, people always do the quotes. I barely do the quotes. People will be like, "Is this the rule?" I'm like, I barely do it. So it doesn't. Really I matter. enjoy the quote. To be honest, one of my favorite bits. Well, there you go. Well, now I can't think of one. I'll do the Spanish Puffs one, will I? Mm. Well, now it's a bit late. They've already heard it. I'll do it again. Yeah. <clears throat> my Spanish Puffs. Okay. This was Sonic Seconds. See, everyone forgets to do the actual the actual sign up. <laughs> Sonic Seconds. The quote is one, so that's from The Emperor's New Groove. <laughs> Film me love. One of David Spade's better moments. Um, <laughs> next time, get aboard that can handle the Neutron style. This is Vopa. Singing, singing badly, and we listen to them gladly. It's the Vopa. Oh, shit. Sorry, one more time. Oh, that's from? No. Jimmy Neutron movie. Wow. Yeah, I, mean, it, I don't know if it's in the movie or in an episode where he just makes himself cool and then he's skateboarding around and he just makes bits of some young lad. Right. Uh, but this is Vopa where we play two to seconds. No, this is Vopa where we bring up instances of singers cacking it live. Mm. So because I brought it up, because I introduced it, I'm going to go first. And this is from, now, you know this about me, that I am an absolute mega whore for pop punk. It's true. Ridiculously so. And I happen to be watching the All-American Rejects on the 25th Vans Warped Tour from 2019. Okay. Watching a lot of the live clips from that and I came across this moment in their biggest hit, Gives You Hell, at Warped Tour, the final Warped Tour and the singer, I don't know what he's going for. I don't know if he's trying to go like a little, because the crowd are singing along, he's trying to go for like an under harmony with them, whatever. He just <laughs> hits this fucking note that is, for such an iconic intro to a song, it's so fucking bad. And it never feels out of place. Yes, you're probably working. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> How fucked is that? Sometimes you just you bottle it on stage. Like. It never feels out of place. Yes, you're probably working. I can see he's going for like this. Yeah, no, you can I see like where it's it. going, but he just fucking whiffs it like it's. Yes, you're probably working. I like oh. it. Oh. I'm, I'm a fan of it. No. He was doing. He was trying something out. He's probably Fair sung that song band. a thousand times. No, fair. But uh, love the band. Love the song. Don't like that. <laughs> uh, also, there's a comment here that says these these dudes never fail to amaze me with their comedy act. I'm like I I think they're trying to be a real band, man. <laughs> I don't, don't think they're a comedy band. It's a parody band. Parody band. Uh, but yeah, go for it. What's your vopa? I couldn't. I couldn't. I don't. I couldn't. See, I, it's not like I fucking listen to all these lies. You have this. You have. You have time to listen to no, just, random. They find me. These are things. So Con- the last guest on the podcast as well, Connor and Ross, were both like, I don't. I don't like to point out people's flaws. I'm like, it's fucking. Fu- oh no! It's just I would have happily. I can. I have my own. I. Act, I think it's a video of me doing an own. Oh, I do. We we brought up our own vocals before. I could do like. that. I think. But if I can find the video, I remember like someone posted a video of like the last the workman's gig mm-hmm. and it's right you know uh lucy's song song where i don't play yes and it's the right right the bit where i like get on my knees like oh, oh do you do you whiff that <laughs> oh get that up get and someone shared up. on their story and i was like get out i was like this is <laughs> horrendous oh i don't know if i'm gonna be able to find it because i obviously didn't like reshare it oh oh my god i know exactly where this is got it i have it Savage. i absolutely know someone who has this video on their phone it is this. It's coming up. Oh, Lucy. Oh, <laughs> oh that's raw. <laughs> Isn't that... That's rough, man. That's fucking raw. I've never had an issue with that part of the song before, ever. Ugh. 
I remember when it happened on stage, I was like, no one noticed, no one noticed. And then oh. I was like, there's definitely no videos of that. And then it got sent out the next day. Fucking brilliant. It fucking sounds like I'm yodeling. Love it, <laughs> love that. Anna, there's a few ones we brought up before. There's one bit where we're like, uh, it was an episode a few times ago, I was recording me playing the guitar at this DCU festival we did. But yeah, it was sampling of the guitar and I managed to go to like six keys. It's a four note riff and I go to about six different keys <laughs> in it. Like, it's fucking mad. Fair play on bringing up your first faux pas being one being of your own. own. Fair play. That's, These that's people are like, oh, I'm going to check out Last Apollo and then they hear that. They're like, oh my God, absolutely. That's the only bit of your music we've heard in the podcast yeah. so far is you doing that. <laughs> yeah, next time get a board that can handle the Neutron style. That was Vopa. Singing, singing badly, and we listen to them gladly. It's the Vopa. Oh, shit. Sorry, one more time. <clears throat> do I have to do a quote? I've lost track of the rules of this podcast. Do I say a quote? Is this like a drinking game? Do I have to do a quote now? Or do we just go into yeah, every it? Every segment gets a quote. Every segment. Every segment I thought we just did it for Sonic Seconds because that was like a Sonic second of a movie. Oh, that makes more sense. Yeah, we're different. Yeah, no, fine. no, I'm ready. <clears throat> okay, well, there you go. I'll do. Stone him, he said Jehovah. <laughs> Fuck. This is what. This people, is people, like, I don't want people to assume, like, you can just say a quote and then I'm like, and they're like, what do you want me to say? You have to fucking <laughs> introduce the fucking quote. sound. Give me the intro. This is. <clears throat> this is work first. There we go. Don't look smart, don't look hard for So yeah, this is work first where we bring up instances of, I feel like both of us can bring up instances of us being shit at our jobs. I'm actually really good at my job. I get regular reports of how good I am in the work that I'm in, but I still manage to, when I do yeah. fluff it, I fucking I fluff think, it though. I think when we make mistakes, we do really bad ones, but we're yeah. actually good at the job. See, just none of my friends are fucking employed. That's why you can't do work for anyone else. But this, my work first for this time, anyway, sorry, that is also, that's also from Life of Brian, isn't it? Stone and me said Jehovah. Okay, I always get the two of them. Or the, no, it's from Holy Grail. No, it's Life of Brian. Life of Brian. I'm sorry. Yeah. Sorry. I know. <laughs> I've got another Life of Brian quote for after as well. Uh, but it's something that I saw, and it was so egregious, it was a work first for me, because I had to fucking witness it, right? Where right. A woman came into the shop, double masked up on a fucking Thursday afternoon, like whatever it was, uh, double masked up, elbows on the door, opening it in. And no being, way. Being re- and we They're un- living in 2020 life. So we were we encouraged to walk up and go, hello, as I walked up to you doing like the... Like the head going back, like, hello, hello, like, and all this sort of stuff. And I was like, okay, you're obviously in COVID conscious. I thought you were crawling with but something. Like, I was like, look, she's just being very COVID conscious. That's fine, okay, a bit fucking late in the day, but okay. She's like being very careful with the bags and being very like, not. And if anyone's like on the like on the bit of the aisle that she's near, she'd like back away from them, being really like Whoa. fucking kill me. She'd been properly covered. And then, so in the shop that we're in, it's a health waste, zero, zero waste health food shop, and it's everyone's in plastic tubs. It's like Pekka Mix. You lift up the, the tub, there's a scoop on the top, you scoop the stuff in, you put it in your bag, and you can fucking go home happy. Um, and she goes up to our pitted dates tub, even though she's put the whole shop under herself, being really fucking weird the whole time, <laughs> opens the tub, forgoes the fucking <laughs> scoop and all, and just puts her raw hands no in and starts picking way. up the fucking dates. Are you s- That's so yeah. That's and, the food, and I'm like fucking for fuck's sake you came in here being like I don't want to touch anyone's fucking germs but have at mine I'm going to leave them all I had to fucking like, I, I, the whole divot that she left in the bread I had to take all them out as well on top of only ones that they choose in contact with and get fucking rid of them as well serious horrible my other one my little tiny small one is that I just was in work uh, about two weeks ago I was talking to him he was his first time in the shop I gave him a little tour around he said oh thanks it was really nice whatever had a nice interaction with him your shop's fucking bizarre but anyway so it was grand <laughs> gave him his fucking thing he got sorted he's like oh thanks I really appreciate that and I see you again I got him his membership and all that sort of stuff and then he came in a week later and I just happened to be talking to a friend of mine who'd just been in and I was like oh come on I'll talk to you later now best of luck as I sent them off whatever and, he, and then he came over to ask a question and I was like oh well man I put my hand out to shake his hand and I shook his hand 
a customer that I had met once before the week before. And then he did like he did like a oh 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 oh, oh. and then I finished shaking his hand. I was like, how are you getting on? He was like, grand. And then it was only after only as he was like, where like where's the salted like, yeah. fucking cashews? I said, like, over here with me, man. And then I was a bit like. Oh fuck! I shook his hand. Yes. I was like, I turned around and say, "Oh, sorry." By the way, I was like, "Here's the salted cashews." Also, by the way, I didn't mean to shake your hand. He goes, "Yeah, I thought that was a bit weird." And I was like, "I don't know." I was just, you know, he goes, "It's fine, man. It happens." And <laughs> but just, I went back and told one of the girls, and the fucking howl out of the back room of her when I told her, like, I just shook someone's fucking hand, like. Okay, I'll do. I'll do. One's funny. One's bad. This is this is this is funny, and it's brief. I hope I tell it well. My manager goes home at like four, and this shop exists purely so that a costa doesn't exist there. Like, there's no custom probably like one customer after like four and so i i had just found a pair of airpods they're my dad's airpods and i brought them in and i was like oh my god i've got long enough hair i could just put these in nobody needs to know i'm listening (laughs) i'm listening to anything and i was like all i listened to and i think i had i don't know what happened but somehow out of pure like divine intervention your podcast came on and i was like yeah okay this is like hanging out with someone i was like i'll listen to this podcast yeah. even though i'm the type of person if there's like three people talking i can't even like get over that there's multiple conversations going on like that stresses me out but a customer walked in and i made the active decision like yeah i could definitely handle <laughs> a podcast going on in my ears that has five people on it. yeah <laughs> and this customer who's about to come in and talk directly to me yeah. and also have to act like i'm not listening to anything so he came in i took one took one earphone out okay i was i had enough cop on to know that i needed to hear him and uh he ordered whatever he asked for his coffee or whatever and i was working away i hadn't really been thinking about it. it's like i've been wearing these earphones for about an hour now and he came in i made his coffee or whatever and i was handing, <laughs> i was handing it to him and ironically i was listening to a work for story okay I can't remember which one it was. It was one of your fairly stupid ones. I think it might have been, do you know when you made like a pizza or something? Upside down. Yeah. The upside it down was an absolutely pizza. Yeah, it was just yeah, a was stupid horrible. story. Like, and you were getting to some part of that. Oh no, it was the one where you got sick in when you're like managing someone. Oh, in the taxi. Even, yeah, there's so many people. The day, so the day I'm a Toronto from. vomit. That was my second day as a tour manager. Yeah. I got sick in a taxi. <laughs> I think. <it> was, <laughs> so I was handing him the coffee and at that exact moment you said into the podcast, like I decided, I decided to wet the rolls in the like sink or whatever (laughs) which I just didn't see coming and so this man who had no idea I wasn't listening to him who who was just standing there I I looked at him handed him his coffee and just burst out laughing <laughs> in his face and I was like oh my god and I kind of kept laughing I was like sorry and I like showed him my earpods or whatever and I couldn't stop laughing and then it occurred to me that for the last hour I'd be- I'd been mopping the floor like around a bunch of customers and just intermittently just laughing <laughs> <laughs> and that's when I sent you the thing I was like I look ridiculous right that's now a cackling lunatic walking <laughs> in the zone. yeah because you've heard my laugh it's not like a huh it's like ha it's a, you're fair enough yeah, yeah. yeah that was my first work for us. my second one's really brief it's it's ongoing um so i asked for time off work to go on holidays because as you know i don't really take time off no. so i um yeah, there, there, yeah i want to say there was a weird like three or four weeks we were both like we're at something every fucking day it was a time that i said yes to doing like session work with five different people thinking the show mm. was gonna happen all over the summer what but the they, fuck were we but, thinking but they happened in all in the same like 10 yeah. days yeah you were part of it as well you were doing robin as well and you were you, doing yeah. yeah we were just <laughs> it got to the point where like i was coming to some to some of the rehearsal sessions being like Wait, what songs are we doing with these ones? I can't remember at all because I'd I'd about thirty five to learn in the space of like two weeks. <laughs> but no, yeah, there was that there was that period because when we both go hard, we go mega fucking hard as well. And we're like, right, I'm not gonna go to bed. Too many times we said to each other, I just won't go to bed <laughs> for like the next four days. Be grand. Um, so yeah, but anyway, go on. Yeah, second so one. I just as someone as someone who listened to my EP said, I'm very proud of the like demented amount of work you put in. I was like, that's a really good way to describe my work style is just that I don't really take a break and so 
every every year I take two weeks and I don't go on Instagram and I don't like like bring my laptop or anything. It's Social a, media cleanse. No, no, no. Like, a I, cleanse. It's just because I used to go on it, but now that that Instagram is really not a personal Instagram anymore, like it's just kind of I'll just go on it and fucking be like Defense replying to DMs and stuff. Yeah. Um, because I get so many. As a burgeoning artist. Yes, as a burgeoning artist. I asked for two weeks off work, and this was I'd only been working there about a month and a half, and I applied for you apply online, and it got declined, and I came in the oh. next day, and my manager was like, "Who do you?" She she got really annoyed. She's like, "Who do you think you are? Like taking two weeks off? Like I don't even get two weeks off." And I was like, "I was like, okay, I'm sorry." And I was like, "But I I don't take a break all year." I was like, "I need this time off," and she was like, "No, like you're not getting this off." And I so I realized I was gonna have to fight my case here because she was like, "What the fuck do we even need two See, weeks?" I would I would just take it and go. Okay, you're right. Company policy, fine. Like, no, I no, 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 no. I, I need these two weeks. Okay. Because like, um, they're already booked. <laughs> Where are you going? Uh, Portugal. Ugh, okay. But no, she was... Fam, fam hall or just you? You'll hear what's happening now. Okay, so she got really annoyed and she was like, what? she's like, I'm not giving you two weeks off. She got really annoyed at me and I was like, okay, I'm going to really have to fucking fight for this because the flight's already booked. Like, um, And so I started, I just, I just kind of, I, I didn't, she was, she, she was asking me, first of all, she was like, why didn't you tell me you, you were taking two weeks off in the interview? Because yeah. I obviously didn't say it then. And so I was like, okay, I'm going to need to just say, to say a white lie. And I was just like, oh, I, because I, it was my birthday when I was in work. I was like, I got, um surprise flights for my birthday and which i thought was good and yeah, it would that's never enough. yeah and she was like oh she's like why who got you flights and i was like my mum i just kept answering i shouldn't have kept answering and she's like why did she buy you flights and i was like because my sister moved to singapore and i haven't seen her in like two years and i was like so she's gonna be on the holiday as well and it was a big surprise thing i haven't seen her and i was really like laying into like i have a long lost sister here yeah, yeah okay, i need go. to see her but i did say the f- i'm going to portugal i said that at the very beginning and um so, but then I went on to this whole thing about her being in Singapore and she kind of got sidetracked. I was like, oh my God, like, okay, like I'll work really hard to get this off for you. And that was kind of the end. Like she was like, okay, I'll try and get this off for you. Like you haven't seen your sister from Singapore. Oh, so she came around? No, no, no. For two years. <laughs> and so then like a week later, I was serving customer. It was the two of us. And she's like friends with the customer. And she was like, you know, Lucy's going away to Singapore in two weeks. Or, or, and, or like in a month. And I didn't want to embarrass her in front of this person. So I just said, mm-hmm. <laughs> Oh, uh, Lucy. And then, and so I was like, oh my God, I'm going to need to like pinpoint that and make sure I say to her, like, um, it's, actually, it's Portugal. actually Portugal. But then I was like, she might not give it to me if it's Portugal and not Singapore. And so I, so, and then like a week later, she was like, she kept asking me all these questions about like Singapore or whatever. And she's like, you're going to have to bring me back a magnet. And I was like, yeah, okay, yeah, I, I could bring you back a magnet. And then most recently on like Monday, she was, she was, I think she knows there's something up. She's like, what's your, what flight are you getting? And I was like, I'm going to need to lie. And I think the best way to lie is to say it's two flights. That way she can't track it. My manager's a bit nutty. Like she, I was like, she right. can't track if it's two flights. So I said, it's an Aer Lingus start. And then we're ending up <laughs> in Spain. And I don't know oh, what the connecting airline is. And this is an ongoing lie that she follows me on Instagram. There's going to be an ongoing lie that I just have to hold up all how summer. Make, how are you going to make Portugal look like Singapore while you're there? Sing- just, go to, just go to like Thai restaurants, like Asian restaurants. I don't know. Singapore-Portugal. Dude, that's such a mess. I that's know. A, can you just do like, the whole like classic here? You said Singapore. My sister from Singapore is coming to Portugal. She's not week. even coming. <laughs> but yeah, no, it's too late for that. It's way too late. It's I've answered too many questions about Singapore. Oh, okay. So you just have to go to Singapore. <laughs> I have to go to Singapore. Because what I would do is I'd just be like, right, sorry, redirect flights. I have to go to Singapore Yeah, now, yeah, you know I'll mean? miss the family holiday. Oh, fuck that. Fuck. What are you going to do when she finds out that you didn't go to Singapore? She's never going to find out. She's probably on Instagram. Oh, no, no, no. She's going to see when you don't put up a big long-lost sister post. I'll post a photo with my other sister. 
that smarts. So you're a good liar. <laughs> Fantastic liar. Right, well, that is a work fart. The fact that it's ongoing, the fact that it's like still in motion, yeah. you have to come back and be like, this is what happened in the end. <laughs> I no longer have a job. I can no longer provide work farces. Oh, fuck that. Right, well. Stone me, said Jehovah. Fuck. That was work, work farce. farce. Like, that was work farce. Uh, what is your segment called? You're going to like this. Okay, so can I do the intro and then you tell me what the segment is? Yeah, okay. Okay, so I'm going to do the quote and then Lucy's going to... Ed- sorry, big like brass balls coming in and being like, I have a segment for your podcast. <laughs> that I'm not telling you about. You're going to love it. Gonna okay, love it. so... Right, one more word. I'll take you to fucking cleaners. This is... Pete or bleak? Pete and bleak. No, do it again. Do it again. Do it again. Do it again. <laughs> right, one more word. I'll take you to fucking cleaners, mate. This is... Pete and Bleak. Brilliant. Okay, so that quote was from The Life of Brian, where Michael Palin tells someone who keeps calling that he's a big nose, that he says, if you say one more word, I'm going to take you to the fucking cleaners. I think it's such a funny fucking idea to be there at the foot of Mount Sinai, full on JSC and the boys there chatting away, and he goes, I'm going to take you to the fucking cleaners. It's a sonic second for me. But, so yeah, and this segment, Pete and Bleak, (laughs) take it away. (laughs) What is this? So, when you asked us through the podcast, we were really excited, and we wanted... You asked us to come up with a segment. Well, you didn't. You said come up with segment ideas come up with your ideas for each oh, of these no, segments no, no, no. we took this to the next level oh brilliant so because do you remember uh, i remember like the first time we like hung out or something i was like what's the highlight of your day and you're like i do this and you said you bleak. do peak and bleak yeah and i was like that's fantastic so, uh, for anyone who doesn't know peak and bleak is where you talk about your at the end of the day after they're hanging out wherever you go peak and bleak so you go your peak which is the best bit of the day and your bleak which is the worst bit of the day so we've taken this we've run with this we've put in a pun because i think pete likes puns and we've, we're calling it Pete and Bleak because my band have spent a weird amount of time with Pete yeah. this year. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> so we've all come up with our highlight of knowing Pete uh, and, and the our low, light. low light. Sorry, people have low lights of knowing me. That's bad. Uh, they're all just your gross stories, I think. Oh, brilliant. Okay, cool. So I haven't listened. Sam and Nisha are together. Oh, yeah. I should have said the reason we're not all together right now as in Last Paul Band is because they're all fucking sneezed all over Ireland. She was in Donegal. Peter's in Fermanagh and then Sam and Nisha are on some songwriting Retreat with the International Love with Brigade. With the International Love Brigade, which is their their band, their band uh, which is fantastic. Yeah, and we're going to see them on Sunday, I think, isn't it? Well, I'll, I'll be playing. You playing with the Love Brigade? I'm playing. No, I, no, I wish I'm opening. Sam and Nisha recorded theirs together. I haven't heard it. This one nice. Just go put a segment for you. That's nice. Well, I'm, I clearly misinterpreted what you said. Yeah, no fair. We'll start off with Sheaf. Or no, we'll start off with Peter McMahon. Peter, so this is Peter, Peter was straight in. This by is the Peter, way. the piano, the, the keyboard Pianist, player and yeah. backing vocalist, and is a, an adorable man and an incredible musician all around as well. A disgracefully good musician. So, <clears throat> yo, Pete and Bleak stuff. This is a text. Oh, te- he didn't write it. He texted. He texted it. Some people voice messages. Okay, okay, okay. Messaged. So this is this is me being Peter. Uh, highlight includes just vibing. Uh, especially with We'll All Still Be Here, the show Sam put on. Yes. And the first meeting at Whelan's, the first meeting him at Whelan's when he was wearing the sparkly vest. The sparkly vest, <laughs> it wasn't even a sparkly vest, it was a sparkly jumper. It was but sparkly. It was just a sparkly it thing It was though. woven I've with like I've seen all gold. of you wear sparklier shit than that, like and more gas stuff. It was just a black and gold <laughs> sparkly jumper. I have no idea why this has passed into legend. I can like see it so perfectly in my head, like, and you've only worn it the one time. I'm never wearing it again, because <laughs> it'll just be called sparkles for life. Low is definitely his, oh yeah, his bus pee story. Horrible. I can't even go into that. Yeah. Um, no, the bus Pete. No, so that, that's not, that's too tame. That's a tame enough of one. Okay, so uh, for Peter's sake, I'll tell the story again where I was on a bus home once, really, really, really badly needed a wee. Bus driver wouldn't let me off. People are going to judge you so, so much. So what I this. did was, I was like, right, what can I do? What I what I ended up doing as a man in his early 20s decided what I'll do is I'll just let out a tiny little bit of wee, let it dry, let out another tiny little bit of wee, let that dry. 
so on and so forth until eventually my bladder was then empty. I had an elegant sufficiency of pace and um, I totally attribute that to my massive bladder issues now where I have to pace pretty much every 20 minutes to half an hour. It's outrageous. It's mental. If we're like walking to, like Whelan's is like a 25 minute walk from like Grand Zoos, wherever the fuck it is, it's 40 minutes with me because I have to stop at every corner. Any little, little like inlet in the road, I go in there for a piss. To the point now where none of these even wait anymore. <laughs> time was, there was a time I, where... We, we, I needed to go. Like, <laughs> I was on a mission. Peter, well, look, that's Peter's bleak and it's not even one of my bleaks, which says so much. The, fact that it's it's some, it's the fact that it's someone else's bleak yeah. is like bad uh shifra is shifra actually i realized you guys haven't like hung out that much no no unfortunately shifra i shifra is like she hasn't gone in edinburgh the hundred yeah, yeah. reason we've been hanging out the most is because she hasn't been around to do the rehearsals yeah yeah because uh she i was texting the group chat and i said dm me though so that you don't get influenced by each other's ones and she was like lucy like i don't know if i can deliver on a pete <laughs> bleak like i don't know him i was like how do you not know him we spend every waking moment with him and she's like i didn't yeah mental she still came up with one nice trooper as she was so shifra's one well her highlight is Bob over the fact they both say dose yes i remember that being very nice and her bleak was she said there has been no low points i'll tell you that much she didn't do the segment right uh she, yeah she fucked it Bad, but it's fine she, she it's fucking, fine you, <laughs> you, you fucked it Shifra. all right now this is this is what i'm most excited about this is okay so Shifra was the rhythm guitar player yeah and now we've got sam and nisha sam was the drummer who is i've mentioned before was the chap who ran the we'll still still be here players thingy is it we'll all still be here or we'll still be here we'll all We'll also be here, the seminar thing that we did. And then Nisha is the guitarist, uh, who is a fantastic guitarist, who I had to try and emulate some of his stuff on. Very, very hard for me to do. And also is the first one of any of his that I met. I met Nisha randomly at a party in, like, this, in fucking September. Really? Yeah. Uh, and we chatted for a while. Remember, he had red trousers on. He does have red trousers. Yeah, he I does have red trousers. So Nisha came over and was like, oh, I only did for like an hour or so. He came over and was like, what's the crack? And we chatted about music for a bit. And I was like, that's a cool guy. And then was like, we'll never see him again. And then saw him, with, saw him with the Trinity thing. Yeah. Anyways, here we go. Give you a bit oh, of okay. Here we oh, are. Here we are in the broom cupboard. We're actually in a broom cupboard right now. In the broom. On Valencia Isle. Uh, <laughs> sorry, I didn't even like introduce. Hi, guys. Hey. Hey, hey everyone on. What's it called? Uh, Higher Fidelity. Oh, <laughs> all your favorite. Um, we. <laughs> uh, thanks for listening in. This is Sam. This is Sam speaking here. Sam calling from uh, Ireland. And also, I'm Nisha. Nisha's here too. I'm we're here. we're oh god, we're part of Last Apollo live band. Yes, that's true. I play the drums and I play the guitar. <laughs> we rehearsed that a few times beforehand. And we're talking about and, Pete. And we're in a broom covered on Valencia Island right now. Pete O'Hanlon. Pete O'Hanlon. Uh, 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 okay, Pete or juice. Yeah, Pete or. Uh, bleak, I think, is what it is. Oh, Peter Bleak. Yeah, see? Well, we've actually discussed this beforehand, yep. so that we don't say anything bad, and uh, and mm-hmm. so Anisha's gonna go first. That's on nice. Best Peep... Oh, best Peep moment, though, please. Best Peep moment yeah. uh, was recently, when I was doing my um, frequent Googling of the stripes. <laughs> frequent um, Googling. Frequent. <laughs> I do every night. <laughs> Um, and I saw that uh, there was an Nardwar interview. Yeah. What? What the fuck? That's what I said. Uh, when he, he, uh, Ooh, I geez, know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't On know. Spotify, do they let that? Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. yeah, that blew me away. Uh, uh, I'd like some explanation and some funny stories. Yeah, in the next segment, Pete will talk about when he was on Nardwar. Because yeah. we really want to know about that. Yeah. Uh, similar, my best Pete... No, this is not my best... There's no way this is my best Pete moment. Go on, anyway. It's when I found out he... No- <laughs> he, he no- That's literally not even a good... Mo- like I've never shared this moment with him. Yeah. But me neither. Uh, there you go. Uh, I've never shared a moment with him. No, I'm, I can't say I've ever shared a moment with the man. Really. Yeah. Uh, but when I found out that he know he 
knows Black Country New Road, yeah. hip hip indie band that I like. In the following segment, in the people, yeah, discuss, people discuss what how he knows because uh, Lucy last Apollo was like, yeah, oh, drop that bomb, did, guys. Did you know that he knows Black Country New Road? And we, and and we were like, nothing we, more. Yeah, we nothing. were like, oh, did my phone just freeze? No, it didn't. Yeah. It's, <laughs> <laughs> oh. Sorry, 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 sorry. Yeah, it's nothing more. She was just like, the, uh, uh, and we were like, what, 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 what? Anyway, so we still don't know Pete. So if you want to tell us, then. Okay, what's your worst Pete moment? My worst ever moment in my life just so happens to have Pete in it. Fuck. I had one, yeah, and it's gone. You tell me yours, and I'll remember mine. Um, my worst Pete moments is when I was standing on stage in Grand Social, and I, 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 I heard a shout from the audience saying, Jav Revolution! <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, I hope he does that as well. Then in the so next segment, angry. yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw you. You were yeah, like red in the shaking. face. I have to pause this because I can't remember what mine is. Hold on. Um, okay, I remembered that. My worst peak moment was um, the second time I ever met him. Uh, uh, the first time I didn't talk to him at all, really. But I was like, oh, this guy, this guy. I'm talking to him. No, I wasn't talking to him. I just said that. Yeah. Man, you're always here to keep me keep me on track. Thanks yeah, very much. No worries. Uh, uh, and and then and then we were playing the gig. We were playing the last Apollo gig, and then I was standing at the front of Bellow Bar Dublin, and and then yes. and then who do I see but Pete O'Hanlon walking up, oh, really? and I go, I go, Pete O'Hanlon, <laughs> <laughs> and I didn't know who. I, like I mean, we'd never talked, <laughs> <That's great. laughs> and really just because I was so aware of how how much how in the stripes he was and That's stuff. So, yeah, my best Pete moment is actually just that he was in the stripes. Okay, we've been talking for nearly four minutes. Yeah. Cheers. Well, that's a good, decent that's chunk of your the, fucking uh, podcast there. <laughs> God bless that's you. That's the four things there, innit? Uh, yeah. Bye. Um, yeah, bye, bye. Enjoy your... Enjoy the... Your, enjoy. Bye. Bye-bye now. Well, okay, so a few things to go through there with that. First of all, love everyone there. That's really nice to have people to say, like, apropos of me being in front of them, them say stuff. That was really pleasant, and thank you for thinking of me for that. That was very, very kind. Uh, the content, however, I have lots of Beautiful. problems with. <laughs> I know. Um, uh, so, Sam's ones. No, do you know what, mine? Oh, you didn't do yours yet. Sorry, yeah, where you man. go? Sorry, you got okay. the main last Apollo ones here. Right, okay. Uh, I, d- I didn't really prepare any. My, my, uh, my bleak is either texting, asking people... If what they want for dinner and finding out you don't eat, eat wet sauce. food yeah wet food that's yeah. fucking mental I remember getting this you, me sending that text I remember you being like okay well what will I make for you and I was like genuinely don't make me anything it makes me really anxious to see if someone making food because I could get there and it could be something that I wouldn't eat something that someone else could perfectly assume is perfectly fine for someone to eat and me be like that's the one thing that I would never eat in my life yeah I was like I, cu- I didn't want to land at someone's house I'm already called fucking sparkles there I was yeah. like I can't rock up like that I remember when I got in you were like, we have so many have questions, so many and questions. I was like, and I was like, what? And they were like, I was like, what's going on? Something like, does something happen? And they were like, what's up with the fucking <laughs> wet food? It blew, it changed my <laughs> entire impression of you. Yeah, I will say so. While I was away, uh, well, I, not while I was away, I was the love buzz there about two weeks ago uh, in the house before they went off to Berlin, and uh, they had a curry, and I ate it, and it was perfectly fine. So I think I eat medium curry now. Okay, so that's a big move for gross. you. So it's either that or else. Actually, my most embarrassing Pete moment. <laughs> On on my end or your end? No, it was for me. Okay. Well. It was my 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 worst my bleakest moment with you was meeting Evan and just shouting fucking stripes bingo straight explain away. Explain the stripes bingo. I was bingo. hammered. Man. Explain explain the stripes bingo thing. So me and Shifra Shifra met Josh I think in she was went to CC Matt in England and she was like oh I've met Josh she's like you've met Pete I don't think she'd met you at the time couldn't mind it on yeah yeah and so she was like we should do 
stripes bingo so we have bingo cards like we do have a thing that we circle when we get someone yeah and then so oh no she had pete and i was getting really stressed because she had two and i only had one and i was behind i was really behind and then we were at the is this it thing was it it was yeah it was is this it it was is this it sounds horrendous grammarly um but we're there and you're like lucy let me introduce you to someone and you know this could be a moment for me to have been like oh really lovely to meet you you know Pete's a great guy it's nice to meet his friends all I said in my hammered state was just stripes bingo man because it was Evan and I was like I have got and, and I was so chuffed at myself that I didn't even care it was only the next morning I woke up and I was like fuck I was like Pete is probably like mortified I was like that's <laughs> the last time I'm hearing from any of them I'll I never win this didn't remember that was hammered also so that it didn't, didn't really matter. Yeah, yeah. I was fucking locked, man. <laughs> That's when I drank. I uh, mean, Ryan got slushies and just put an entire nag yeah, in the slushie. Yeah, I heard about this. Yeah, we did that before at the fucking it parties. Just, it gets you loose, It man. never works. Um, my peak. I think my peak is, now this is funny. I think my peak is the moment, the moment I met you, I knew that we were going to be friends. Could have fucking fooled me, mate, because you made me read up my own bio. No, but like I a, knew like you were up for like. the crack, like, because yeah. I, <laughs> I didn't do any of that with Roisin. And then I was like, oh, I can fuck with Pete instantly. Yeah, well, okay, so my, okay, so here's here's a fucking last Apollo and Blicolo, uh, where, like, literally anytime I'm anywhere, <laughs> I'll hear this, like, scurrying noise come up behind me, and then someone will roar, are you Pete from the Stripes? That Lucy doesn't say hello to me. I just hear are you Pete from the Stripes. That's <laughs> all I get. And I understand you once, I was like, is that is that funny and you're like it's the funniest thing ever <laughs> it is it's, so good I wouldn't know mate but yeah no that's yeah that's very good I like those pizza bleaks they're great it's very nice to have the segment there so I want to go over Sam and Nisha's though oh, there yeah, as well yeah, yeah, go. so because they had a few questions there so Sam Nisha's one was the fact that I no Sam's one that I knew Black Country New Road yeah. I don't know Black Country New Road no you just mentioned I, them in a podcast no I knew I knew the drummer because he was a drummer I think his name's Charlie he's a drummer in a band called Ugly and I know the oh two God, you don't even know his name yeah, well, I've hung out with them a few times when I lived in London. Like, I was, yeah, well, I, I you lived in London for six months, 2019. Yeah, Whoa. yeah, when I was doing my acting thing, man, that's so funny. It went so well, didn't it? Yeah, yeah, um, <laughs> but Daisy Edgar Jones, she's, she's doing well, <laughs> man. Um, hopefully, I, we don't talk that much, it's fine. Yeah, I was hanging with a band called uh, Ugly, it is Dom, isn't it? No, his first, sorry, no, it's a guy, the guy's his first name's actually Harrison. Uh, and he said, I'm in a band called Ugly, and I it was in the Shackleville Arms, and he's like, I'm in a band called Ugly, and I was like, that's a fucking great name for a band, and then happened to see him again, feel the few of the lads in the band, and then he's like, yeah, our drummer's leaving, and I was like, oh, why, and he goes, oh, he's joining Black Country New Road, and then I happened to see them at a warehouse festival in Hackney Wick, and I was like, you used to be an Ugly, and he was like, I was, and he was like, oh, Harrison told me about you, and I was like, savage that's the extent of that right. so I hate to let you oh, down so we don't know I don't know Black Country New Road I think they think they're about to meet Black Country New Road no no no, 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 no. <laughs> I, I have never met Black Country New Road Sam's peak was yeah I remember vividly the Peter Hannon how are you <laughs> uh, but not I didn't occur to him to be like who the fuck is this guy I was like oh because I remember at the end Sam was part of the it was him and Molly and someone else who like handed me the chocolate bars and oh, right. Prosecco so I was like oh that's Prosecco and Chocolate Bar Man right good to see him again um and yeah, I remember me and Sam on outside. Me and Sam, our, our good moments together. My peak Sam moment was after the Bellow Bar gig. Me and him going back to Bellow Bar at five o'clock the next day to go pick up our stuff after the gig that I played with you. Right. Uh, and we just sat outside for an hour or so, being like, "Where's this fucking sound man?" And then having a nice wee chat. Uh, so I adore Sam's company. And then Nisha, Nisha's one was 
not the Nardwar interview. Yeah, so I had no idea who Nardwar was before. I we still did. don't know who they are. Is that going to get me cancelled? He's an interviewer. Nardwar's like a just interviewer. He's, you've seen him before. He's a guy who wears a weird hat. He's a Canadian like radio DJ who does all these interviews with fucking everybody. And his whole thing is he knows every single thing about you. Like Whoa. he does these insane research. Again, he's pulling up stuff with us. He's pulling up stuff with like Master Riley, who was our third class teacher, about like what and he what? You know, shit that, the shit that this man finds out is terrifying. Because he he'll do like Tyler the Creator and be like, Oh, he'd mention some rapper and Tyler would be like, Sorry, that was my friend when I was like eleven and he's not online. How do you know him? He just because he says stuff when you're like fair That's enough. That's fucking mental. It's mad. So he just knew an insane amount of stuff but us as well. He was talking about like Becky doing stuff, whatever, and Becky was like 13 at the time, and she was like, yeah, she was in one of your videos to put up in line for the Toy Show audition back in 2009. What? And like, this stuff isn't even available. How did he get it? But um, I wish I knew more about the fact that Nardo was going to be this kind of gas before we did the interview, because uh, we were just at Cypress of the West, and we were just shoved into a room. We were just on a press sort of thing at the time in Cypress of the West, and again, we were just being chucked around all over the place, because it was our first time in Texas. And we were like, oh, you're doing the Nardo interview now, and we were like, oh, okay, cool. And there's some people being like, oh, wow, Nardo, that's kind of cool. And we were like, okay, I guess he's just obviously just like some guy. Uh, so wasn't he was the most like up the wall outside the window going mental lad about my entire life who knew everything about you right uh, i did one thing i did know about him was that he was in a band called like, i need to call it like, the cheesy handkerchiefs or something like that in the 90s i did a tiny bit of research and was like oh okay i'll mention that and he was like oh thank you that's cool thank you but he's got a really gas voice but he that was your limited research that was it that he thought he was in this weird band but um it's weird the lads are mad about that because again it was i was on a holiday in naples in the middle in the little break between lockdowns in 2020 the people i was on holiday with uh, a friend of mine called Saf and a few of her mates she happened to find it on the trip that I'd done an hardware interview and that was just it for the rest of the trip they just play it on fucking loop they have a few pints and they're like oh, let's watch it again and it's like it's like 50 minutes oh, of it's me. a video it's a video it's a whole ass interview it's worth, I it's worth really it I really want to watch it I'm such a cringy little fuckbag in it like it's horrible how old uh, are you? I am it's 2014 I'm 18 in it like it's bad uh, but anyway that's going to be really so that's, good and Nisha's Bleak what was Nisha's Bleak? Uh, it was the Revelers do you take Revolut? I don't know why. It just was the joke that day that I was like, "It was the should, joke of the day." Does he just take Revolut? And then I just shared it. Up. And I remember the, oh, the luck he gave me. I was like, "Oh no, did I actually fuck this That's guy up first?" That's hilarious. I never even heard it. Uh, I was funny. I just said it to Joe, and we were like, oh, "It was funny." And then I just happened to catch Nietzsche's eye, and I don't, I don't, I don't think he liked fantastic. it. Fantastic. But I want to say a heartfelt thank you to everyone for their contributions there. That was genuinely. I'm not messing. I'm not memeing. For once, I'm not messing. That was very. <laughs> that was really very nice. I appreciated that an awful lot. Oh shit! Jack just sent his fucking. I haven't heard this at all. This could be bad. I, at least I know. I think I know. Can I? I'm gonna. I'm gonna try and predict Jack's peak and bleak. So I think the bleak will be the sauce. I think the peace will be his peak moment with me because my peak, my peak moment with Jack. No, my peak moment with Jack was only recently. It was the last Mother Riley's jam where every single song that I played. Oh my god! Yeah, that he was fucking knew time. inside out. I was playing up the junction. He knew that. I was like, cool, Grant. I did, did cruel to be kind. He knew that inside fucking out. Uh, I did fucking uh, hit concert baby he knew that inside out so my thing was just kind of like that meeting of like oh yeah we know the great I love that so I had a great night with him that night and if that's the same one I'd be delighted because that's my Jack or Black is Jack or Black Jack or Black <laughs> <laughs> my worst moment with Jack is the moment we're on stage being like are we finna fuck up Lucy's gig in Bellow Bar but we didn't uh, I'm very drunk in the airport right now Ryan is having to pay for an extra bag my peak is in Mother Riley's fucking singing uh, Up the Junction with Pete, man, and there's video evidence for it. God bless it. Awful. My my lowest point of knowing Pete was when I realised in the middle of a practice for the third gig that I'd done with your band that I would play in the wrong chords 
the entire fucking time for apologies. So that is my peak and bleak. Very good. Amazing. I knew that. That, that was nice that, and brief as well. Lovely that I, I knew what his peak was. His that peak was, was impressive. Gonna be. That I was, was like, a fantastic My peak, peak with him was fucking, also not the junction, was fucking great. I remember doing Rosalie as well, the Thin Lizzy song. And he was like, oh, Ryan's going to love this. And then just seeing the fucking toilet door get booted open. <laughs> <laughs> and Ryan come out being like, Rosalie. <laughs> <laughs> He fucking nearly took the door off the hinges. As far as I remember now, at this point, I wasn't remembering much. But no, I like, wasn't remembering much. I didn't even drink that much that night. Everyone was like, Lucy, you were hammered. I was like, I had two pints. You were hammered on the crack. Yeah. Uh, no, it was really good. Fun. I'm glad me and Jack had to share the same one. And the bleak, it was nothing to do with me that he was playing the wrong chords. I don't think he got the vibe Yeah, at all. it sounds like he was blaming I lo- you. I love when it... Yeah, maybe that could have been it. Yeah. I love how I've always especially starting with, I'm really drunk in the airport. That's fantastic. That's fucking That's brilliant. I, I went to the airport a bit buzzed there. I was heading over to London for two, two days, and a friend was like, we're going to be on the sesh when you land in, so start drinking before you get on the plane. <laughs> but yeah, fair, grand. It's actually so handy. It's such a breeze being like... Really? <sighs> I don't think I've ever drank in an airport. No, I didn't drink in the airport. I drank beforehand and then went to the airport. And Jesus. Because like, you, you, you just sit there... I'd be so scared I'd miss the flight. Obviously, I, I, was, I was going like six hours in advance. Like, and there's no, no way I could be so drunk that I could fuck up six hours before I, I get to a plane. I nearly fucked up five hours sober. No, yeah, fair. Okay, I fair was enough. doing an essay. I like went to a little workspace area and I was like, I've got all the fucking time in the world to finish this essay. It was like, like 5 a.m. I just like worked away on this essay and then I saw the time and I was like, it was like I knew when the last gates were or whatever, but I didn't realize you were meant to be there for those. Oh, okay. I thought you, that was when you went. Went there, yeah. yeah I got okay. there, everyone was on the plane. There was no one there and I started fucking sprinting. Sprinting. No, you got there, yeah, fair play. That's it for Pete Bleak. So, one more word, what was it? Right, one more word, I'll take you to fucking cleaners, mate. That was Pete and Bleak. There you go. You should use that with your other podcast people. That's Except that would seem so narcissistic. So imagine me being like, okay, so tell me your best moment. You you're working on an hour and uh, 33 as well. together, we would have come up with the jingle really as well. Sweet. Yeah, Pete and Bleak. That's mad. That's nice you did that. I appreciate that. Uh, I can't believe I misinterpreted what you said so badly that I was like, because we were going to come up with multiple segments. Do we just oh, no, kind of no, don't, it? Don't fucking derail my show, <laughs> mate. No, no, we've got the segments. We just need your bits for the only reason. So that is episode 33 of Higher Fidelity. So all I have to do now is sign off or to say thank you to Lisa for coming on the podcast. Uh, glad you enjoyed it. Hope you enjoyed listening. Are you You're gonna, assuming I'm enjoying it. Are you going to listen to this? As, you, as a fan no. of the podcast, are you going to listen to this one? I'm stressed because I probably won't listen to this one because I hate the sound of my own voice, but my I think my parents will. And they're going Shout out to mom and dad rice They're going to hear the story about you on the bus Which I think is going to just destroy Oh they think so little of me anyway No they, they don't, don't. <laughs> now they will <laughs> Brilliant okay well I'm always Every time that I come on the show I like to just degrade my Standing in society A little bit, a tiny bit. Little bit. Yeah, It's nice to be that It's nice to be the, the You know the hammer of your own destruction yeah, it's exactly. nice to be. It's nice you to be, have that control yeah. No one else is doing it no, no one can say anything to me because like, I'm the one who's like, oh, have you heard me about the story mm. that I've pissed myself? And that's not even my only pissed myself story. I know. And not even my only one on the bus as well. And, no. there's all the, and these have all happened in my 20s. This is, I, you, grand. Anyway, folks, all I have to do now is sign off. I love that you think I've ever made it to an end of a podcast. Sorry, the fact that you listen to it, I assume you I listen to, to all of them, but I listen to them. I start my clothes and I put on the podcast. It's about 50 minutes. Okay, right. So what is we this? end every episode where we say, I've been peace. I've been Lucy, oh, okay. and we're we're here on Higher Fidelity reminding you to, and then we have this little sign up where we go, be rooting, be tooting, always be shooting, <gasps> but most importantly... Are you making this be, up? Do, not messing. If you made it to the end of any of them, that's how we <laughs> yeah, end every podcast. It's so funny. I, I love that you thought I had as well. Well, you're... The, I, you're no, I do sa- listen to a lot of them, like... But you don't listen to the end. I never get it, no. You've missed it in some... Some of the best crack is at the end of them. Anyway, it doesn't matter. It's fine. I've This, this has been episode 33 of Higher Fidelity. I've been Pete. I've been Lucy. From Last Apollo. 
from the higher fidelity and the Zen Arcade, reminding you to be rooting, be tooting, and always be shooting for the stars. But most importantly, <laughs> most importantly, be kind. kind. Your wallet that I put on the laptop. <laughs> do it again. Do it again. Be, be kind. kind. I got really excited during the podcast because I have one of those shell turtles as well. My friend Paolo got that for me. What? My friend Paolo got that for me. Yeah, they're good. They're good. They are good. They are good. <laughs>